Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon, and this is episode number 28. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for checking it out. I do encourage you to go back, listen to the first couple episodes, episode zero in particular. That's kind of the introduction. It's our launch episode. It explains a little bit more about who I am and what I'm all about and what this podcast is all about. But just to prime you a little bit before you go back and listen to that, A quick little synopsis is the Strength of Body and Mind podcast was created to educate and spread awareness about something that I firmly believe in and also something that I firmly believe is a critical piece of why people cannot succeed in fitness. And that is this, the strength of the body and the strength of the mind are so connected way beyond what most people believe and way beyond what most people probably think. Okay, there is a body-mind connection that, yes, everybody knows your body and your mind are connected, obviously, but there's a body-mind connection that exists that provides something that a lot of people don't know. And that thing that it provides is a through through a cycle, through a cyclic process, it provides all of the mental strengths that are needed in order for someone to go from where they're at now, physically, health-wise, to the next level. Confidence, right? positive thinking, uh, mental strength, right? self-worth, self-belief, all of those things, those are fueled by taking care of yourself and doing the right things for your body. And when you do those things for your body and you enhance your health, and you level up your physical condition, you create all of those things I just mentioned. You create more confidence because you are now achieving little goals and you're doing the right things for yourself. You have a sense of accomplishment, worth, drive, motivation internally, uh, inspiration internally. And then what that does is, is that as that continues to build, that continues to persuade you subconsciously and drive you and push you to continue to improve your health, to continue to improve your fitness. And then as you continue to do that, you take your mental strengths and your mental development and you kick it up to the next level. And then that continues to push you to drive your health more and more and more. So it bounces back and forth and you have this cyclical pattern that is what is missing from most people. And because it's missing from most people, they end up in a place where they're not happy with themselves physically And because they're not happy with themselves physically, that affects them mentally in huge, huge ways. Now, my goal with this podcast and Sobam Gear Company and everything else I'm doing as a trainer, my main goal, my main intent is to educate and inspire people to understand that concept so that they can truly live 
their best life. And that is something that a lot of people say, you know, live your best life and all that stuff. But I actually mean it. And I mean it through building yourself into a a level of health and a level of fitness that you're happy with. And once you get to that point and you are happy with your progress and you are happy with where you are, then that creates a mental state that you're happy with and a mental state that you're in love with. So my main objective, the punchline of this whole thing, is to get people to understand that cycle and to understand that feeling of being happy and being uh, continuously making progress and then becoming in love with that process and understanding that that cyclical pattern is something we can all achieve. And once we actually achieve it and we find ourselves in that place, that we can take ourselves to the next level and actually live truly our best life. Now, that's what strength of body and mind is all about. But today's episode is, this is something I've been looking forward to for a long time. This is a, a topic that I have discussed over and over and over again with a lot of people. Usually those people are what I, I would call, and this isn't meant to be judgmental or negative or anything, but those people who I usually have this conversation with are people who I would consider underachievers. Not underachievers because they're not capable, underachievers because mentally they can't bring themselves to actually take themselves to the next level. But they talk a lot, right? Those people. Now, the topic of this conversation is the reason that people fail at fitness goals. Okay, this is something that I truly believe separates those who actually go to the next level and those who don't. This is the real thing. Okay, it's not because they're not doing enough like enough hours in the gym or it's not because they're not eating the right food, right? I mean it is, but it isn't. This is the one thing that separates those who are successful from those who are not. Okay, now this is a concept-based way of looking at that whole uh, canvas, I guess. And, and it looks like this. You know, fitness, high-level performers in fitness, like that is something a lot of people want. Okay, let's, I'm going to use some examples here. You want a six-pack. You want to be 14% body fat or something. You want to be shredded. You want to look like a physique model. Right, That's a very common thing. It's very, very common. But you know what else is common if you really step back and look at it? People who run million-dollar businesses. Technically, that's common. Right, Any town that you're in in America, there's bound to be a few million-dollar businesses. That's common. But it's not actually that common. Just like people who are at that high level in fitness, that is actually not common. Okay? Think about all your friends, all of your family members, all of your coworkers. How many of them are actually in really, really good shape? How many of them are actually like someone you would say has taken fitness to the next level or is at a level that you want to be at? Okay, because chances are it's very, very few. There might be one or two or three, but chances are it's very, very few. Okay, I know that my entire family and most of my friends who are have been friends with um, me for a long time, have been friends with since college or something, they are not really fitness enthusiasts, right? My circle that I hang around with that is made up of a lot of people 
out of all of them, there's only like two or three who are really into fitness. Now I have people that I put around me on purpose who are really into fitness because that is something that I need around me that continues to push me that continues to drive me. That's also a very smart move. If you are trying to take it to that next level is to put people around you who are at that next level. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about. Although you should do that. Um, but look at your family members, look at your coworkers, look at your friends. Chances are the majority of them are not really at that next level where you want to be. Okay? So those people are what I would call typical or common. Okay? Like that's that's common, that's typical. And that's the only reason I'm using those words is because it's the truth. That is the majority, that is the norm, right? And you are listening to this because you're interested in fitness, because you're interested in going to that next level, which means you are not actually part of that group mentally, right? Your your mentality, your mental perspective on this whole concept of fitness and health is not the same as the norm. It's not the same as the typical and the common, okay? It's uncommon and non-typical, right? But getting to that next level in fitness it might still seem like a pipe dream to you. And the reason it might seem like a pipe dream to you, even though you want it deep down, is because everybody that you're surrounded with is common or typical and has a common or typical lifestyle and common or typical set of actions that they go through on a daily basis. What they eat, what they do, how much they sit around, how much TV do they watch, how little they move, how much they skip the gym, or maybe they don't go at all, or how little activity they do on a daily basis. And I'm not talking about walking the dog for a half a mile or going to get the mail, all right? I'm talking about actual fitness with the intent of developing your health, okay? Uh, You know, you are outside of that, that grouping by just just by listening to this, you are outside that grouping. You are in the 5% of the of most people, the 5% of the population who actually cares about fitness enough to go to this level to try and put education and inspiration and motivation in your brain, okay? Which makes you extraordinary in some cases, right? You are in that 5%. So congratulations just based off that. But here's the thing. What you want are uncommon results, and what you want are non-typical results. Okay, just like me, I wanted non-typical and uncommon results. Just like everybody who's ever been successful in fitness and health and wanted to get to that next level and wanted to achieve something that's outside the norm, like a six-pack, or to be low enough body fat percent where they look, you know, shredded or cut. You know, they look kind of like a bodybuilder or or they are a bodybuilder, or they look kind of like a physique aesthetics model or something like that. You know, that's something that a lot of people want. That's a non-typical and uncommon result to actually get there. So here's the punchline. To get uncommon and non-typical results like that, you need to have an uncommon and non-typical lifestyle. Okay, I want to say that again. In order to get uncommon and non-typical results, like a six-pack, like a shredded physique, like a cut physique, 
like losing 100 pounds if you're trying to go through a transformation, like anything extraordinary like that. If you're trying to get a result like that, that's uncommon and not typical, you need to live your life in an uncommon and non-typical way. Your action set day to day to day needs to be uncommon and non-typical. Okay? And I really need you to understand that everybody that I've worked with and everybody that I will work with in the future who's trying to get to that next, next, next level, right? And that next level might be a transformation, okay? You might be obese now. And in order to get to that physique that you want, you might need to start by losing 60 pounds, 80 pounds, 100 pounds, okay? I understand it and I can relate to it because I've been there. I get it, right? That's an extraordinary result. That is a next level, uncommon, non-typical thing to achieve. And in order to do that, you need to be a practitioner, a grinder of uncommon and non-typical actions. I talk about goals a lot in this podcast, and I do believe that a goal, like in its entirety, right, a goal in a vacuum, if you just look at the goal, that is the the tip-top thing that governs everything that you should be doing in fitness and health, okay? I do not condone ever training or eating blindly, right? I mean, yes, we're humans, so we have certain cravings and stuff. We have to give in to them a little bit in order to stay sane. But in general, 95% of the time, all of your training and all of your dietary stuff should be mapped to some kind of goal, right? And if it is, then your goal gets closer and closer, and that's how you actually achieve goals. So I talk about that all the time. But your goal, if you're listening to this, is probably something that's not typical or uncommon, okay? It's probably something that all of your friends don't have, okay? Or your family doesn't have, or your coworkers don't have. And so in order for you to actually get that uncommon and non-typical goal, you're going to have to live, like I said, an uncommon and non-typical lifestyle. Now, the problem is, this is why most people fail. It's not because they can't get that concept. It's because this next part they can't actually execute on, which is it makes you immediately an outsider or an outlier or like a weirdo if all of a sudden you are a practitioner of common and typical lifestyle habits like your friends and your family and your coworkers, meaning you're drinking beer a couple times a week with them after work, happy hour, or you're eating pizza and you're skipping the gym and you're playing video games and you play on a beer league soccer team and you guys drink a, a 30 pack of Bud Light after the game. Like if you're doing that right now, you are immediately going to become the outsider and the outlier and the strange dude in the group or the strange girl of the group when you all of a sudden change your lifestyle so that your actions no longer map to that lifestyle, but they map to a goal that is not typical and a goal that is uncommon. Because all of your friends and all of your family and all of your coworkers that are doing those things, they are comfortable with that for 
a whole myriad of reasons. And for you to go and do something that's opposite is going to make you feel very uncomfortable, very likely. Okay. It's also going to make them feel uncomfortable because all of a sudden now they are observing you making all of these good and healthy choices. And because they see that, they're fully aware that what they are doing day in and day out is a bad way of living. Okay? Not bad, bad, but it's not healthy. And it's certainly not mapping to any sort of health and fitness type objectives. Okay? They're not doing themselves any favors health-wise, fitness-wise. And they're aware of that. And because they're aware of that and they see you making a change, all of a sudden they are going to be the type of person to, to make fun of you a little bit, you know, bust your balls, razz on you a little bit. And maybe some of them mean it, maybe some of them don't. It doesn't matter. But for you, for the person who's actually taking the lifestyle and changing it to be not typical and uncommon, It's going to be the hardest on you because you are the person that has to look at that and deal with that and understand that you are the only person who can, who can make sure that you stay on track because right now, if you are in that situation and all of your friends and family and coworkers are in the opposite, uh, you know, opposite minded like mentality, then they aren't going to be huge supporters of you necessarily. They might support you outwardly a little bit, but they're not going to be sitting there pushing you. They're not going to be sitting there like day in and day out telling you that you should keep going and that you're doing great and you need to try this and that and move on to the, you know, move on to this next uh, type of training in order to push to the next. Like they're not going to be like true supporters. You know what I mean? Not like a coach would or someone who is like minded like you. So having those people around you is going to be a little bit toxic, a little bit poisonous, and it's going to be difficult for you to actually push through that noise and continue to stay focused. And that is the reason that most people fail at their fitness goals. It's not because they don't want them, and it's not because they don't have the work ethic to achieve them. It's because they can't break out of an uncommon and typical lifestyle that they're in because of outside influences. That is the number one reason. Most people, I really believe this, most people have the work ethic to do it. And I've said that on the podcast before because I believe it. Most people have the work ethic. Most people have the ability to sacrifice. Most people understand, even subconsciously, that they can do without excessive amounts of sugar and soda and like, you know, really, really crappy food day in and day out and that training at the gym is is not so bad like most people can do that the problem is their influences on a day-to-day basis are shit influences and and it's unfortunate because when people feel like someone in their circle is doing much better than them all of a sudden after months or years of them being equals all of a sudden it turns on this weird defense mechanism in the person who's not doing so well and they go on the attack and it happens all the time. Now, not everybody's going to do it, obviously, but this manifests itself in that person who is not doing so well and not making these changes, who is watching their friend or family member 
make those positive changes, this whole thing manifests itself as that person outwardly expressing their disdain for that, that lifestyle change, right? So coming out and saying, you know, why are you making health a, a, a priority? Like, that's stupid. You know, why don't you just come out drinking with us? You know, why don't you just come out? We're going to go and we're going to get pizzas and then we're going to go play pool for four hours. Like, you know, they, they're, it's insecurity is a big part of it. And actually it's, it's really all insecurity. It's a big part of it. It's also like pretty much all insecurity. I mean, no one wants to be overweight. No one wants to be out of shape. No one wants to be unhealthy. The people who are unhealthy and out of shape and overweight who say that they love being out of shape and overweight and unhealthy are lying. I would argue with anybody who says the opposite. Now, does that mean that I think overweight people are ugly? No. Does that mean that I think overweight people or extremely underweight people for that matter are bad people? Of course not. Okay. But it, you know, Bob's big and tall and stores like that, they cater to people who are big, who are overweight, who are obese. And it's a little bit of an enabling thing because it almost provides a sense of this acceptance. And it also is a catalyst, I think, for people to rationalize their decisions. Because at the end of the day, it's not really just about looking overweight or looking big or being bigger than the person next to you. It's not about that. But what happens when that person can't tie their shoes anymore because they're so overweight? What happens when they have some sort what happens when if they get diagnosed with diabetes and it's directly linked to their them being overweight or obese or suffering from a heart attack or something and it's directly linked to their poor health decisions over 30 years okay or blood circulation problems or them needing stint after stint and then a double bypass because their blood pressure sucks and their blood pressure sucks because of all their health poor health decisions over the years like, is that a good idea? Does that, do you hear that and say, wow, you know, I really can't wait to get diagnosed with diabetes because I want to eat McDonald's every day for the next 20 years. And again, I say this too, everything is in moderation. Okay. Everything is in moderation. McDonald's in itself is not the devil. Okay. Junk food is junk food and it's there and it provides uh, some benefits mostly mental. <laughs> um, that's not the reason people are overweight. And that's not the problem. There is no direct like single thing that contributes to this. It's a mentality thing. And again, I can't stress this enough. If you are overweight, if you are obese, if the person that you love the most is in that situation, I'm not saying that's bad. They're bad people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that no matter how much people say they love being overweight and love being obese and think they're beautiful the way they are and all that, I don't believe that. I do not believe that because it's not all about looks. It's not all about looks and the human body does not thrive on being overweight. It does not thrive on being fat or obese it does not thrive when it has trouble breathing 
or trouble moving around the earth because they're so big. Okay. It just doesn't. And so again, not about looks. It's about health here. It's about fitness. And I didn't really intend on getting on a rant there, but my, my point is, you know, when, when there is someone like that in your circle, it's very quick. It's very easy for that person. If they're not the person trying to make the transformation, if they're the person just living and they're just going through the motions and they're obese and they're overweight, right? Or if they're extremely underweight for that matter, or just in really, really, really poor shape, it's really easy for them to look at you who's trying to make a positive change and razz you for it and tell you, you don't need it and tell you it's, it's stupid and a waste of time, right? It's real easy for them to do that. But it all comes from insecurity and it all comes from a deep down place where they're unhappy with their situation and they wish that they could be in a situation like you mentally trying to do the right thing. Okay, so if you want uncommon and non-typical results, you have to practice uncommon and non-typical lifestyle habits. It's the only way. And if you don't do that, Un, you will never achieve uh, your uncommon and non-typical results that you have in your head. And I just one more time, I want to spell out what uncommon and non-typical results look like. Essentially, anything that you see on like Instagram or in a, in a fitness magazine or bodybuilding.com, right? If you've ever looked at one of those and you've said, or even on TV, like, I don't know, news anchors or something. If you've ever looked at someone who was in really good shape and just, you know, you really liked their physique for whatever reason, same sex, different sex, it doesn't matter. And you said, oh, I want to look like that or I want that goal for some reason or another. Like chances are it's not typical and it's uncommon, which is why it caught your eye. Okay, it's not typical and it's uncommon, which is why it got your attention. And because it's not typical and because it's uncommon, you need to understand that that person likely did not get that result by chance. They weren't given that genetically. They had to work for it and they had to work for it and they maintain it through uncommon and non-typical lifestyle habits day in and day out. They are practitioners of that. Okay. That means nutrition. That means training with purpose. That means sleeping enough. And that means committing to the process, making tweaks over time, adjusting, pivoting, right? Slightly, making little slight adjustments over time. But they're committed over and over and over again, like cycle after cycle after cycle of, of like refeeds and nutritional changes and macro counting and macro adjustments and training adjustments. They are committed And they want non-typical and uncommon results. So they're committed to being the type of person who lives day to day with uncommon and non-typical lifestyle habits. Okay, I can't stress it enough. I'm going to say it one more time. If you want uncommon and non-typical results, you need to live your life with uncommon and non-typical lifestyle habits. Okay, Now, I implore you to share this with somebody in your life who is currently what I would call and what you would call and what most people would call common or typical or normal, quote unquote, normal 
and they are desiring uncommon and non-typical high-level fitness or health results. Share this with them so they hear the words. Share this with them so they understand what it actually takes so that they can make that mental shift from where they're at now to where they need to be in order to actually achieve that result because doing more of the same is absolutely not going to map to that unrealistic and non-typical and uncommon result. Okay, They cannot do more of the same. You cannot do more of the same if you want to level up. You need to change your lifestyle habits to get to that next level. So share this with somebody who has a like-minded vision and just needs to, to mentally make that change, mentally level up so that they can physically level up. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I do think that this hit home with a lot of people. This is a message that every time I share it in person, I... I see the look in their eyes like this this waking up, this realization and this awareness that they 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 just happen to develop right in front of me. And it's really, really cool. And I I need more people to hear it. So please share this with somebody, tweet it, post it on Instagram, email it to somebody, whatever. Um, it would really mean a lot to me. And if you got any value out of this whatsoever, please. Uh, go ahead and leave me a review and a rating on iTunes. That would mean everything to me. That helps me grow. That helps me expand my reach and uh, talk to more people about this type of thing. So with that, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. And again, uh, if you are new, go back and listen to episode zero. Um, One and two were also really good. They kind of set the tone for the entire podcast. So uh, anyway, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much one more time, and I will talk to you in the next one. See ya.